Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. I'm back and I welcome everybody to the show, whether you're a live listener or an archived listener. I did not do the show last week. I think you guys probably remember that I've been having some unexpected things happen to me. Well, it began with the unexpected resignation of my uh, assistant a few weeks ago now, and at the time when I was working on the higher self, did tell me that there would be more unexpected things coming, and they keep coming. So I've had a lot of unexpected things come up, literally at least one, if not two a week. Some are a little more uh, demanding in my focus and time and whatever than others, but it's really becoming so interesting in that it feels almost like I'm going on this road and it's sort of a bumpy road or I'm in a bumper cars or something. And I'm trying to get from one side of the bumper car arena to the other and I'm hitting these unexpected bumps or being bumped or whatever. So I know I'm going to get to the other side and I'm going in that direction, but it's as if I'm, ha- I'm having these, I see them as almost helpful course changes. If you know what I'm saying, like, the bumps are not making it so that I don't get to where I'm going. It's as if they're shifting my direction so that I'm sure to get there quicker or that I'm sure to reach the other side in the best possible way, taking the best course. Because it's as if I don't really know what the best course is, but I'm coming to really have a lot of um, steps that these unexpected things are really things I'm bringing in for myself in order to get to the place where I need to be, where I need to go. I don't have a lot of evidence there as yet, but just little things, uh, little, just little things are sort of indicating to me that this is these unexpected things are I, I know that I'm calling them in, but I'm calling them in because I'm so determined to get to where I want to go. And therefore I'm 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 being interrupted or I'm being uh having these unexpected things happen to me. Anyway. Oh gosh. I don't know if I just disconnected. Oh, my gosh. It looks like I'm still on. (laughs) I thought I disconnected, but I didn't. Uh, sorry for that silence because I, I was trying to turn off the, somehow the email was on and it was ding when, the, when an email came in. I was turning that off and I thought I'd accidentally turned off this. So it looks like maybe I haven't. Or maybe I did for a while and now I'm back. I'm not sure, but it looks like I'm here now. I see it all set up. Okay. So anyway, things are going on. I was unable to do the show and I we, my son Alex is helping me with some of the stuff that an assistant normally does, but he, I think I explained once before, he works full time, so he can't give me that many hours. And he's going through somewhat of a learning curve because some of the things he hasn't done before. He learns pretty darn quick, but because of the fewer hours, he just is not on top of everything. So I understand from a very nice uh, person that listens to my shows that the ad for the show didn't go out, and that's because my son isn't there yet. He is not yet. Um, he's not. He, he's not up on onto sending out the ads and all of that yet. But it will happen at some point. Just know that I'm going to be on most of the time, 
there will be times, and I wanted to just let you know that my daughter, I can't remember if I told you this, I think I did. Um, my daughter is having a baby, and she is due in November. And when she has, you know, when she gives birth, I'll be gone in November for a couple of weeks. Then in December, because of the holiday, I'll be gone almost three weeks. And so that's five weeks out of nine. However, I will be doing the show from there. Unless, of course, I am traveling one of the days or a couple of the days or there's some something going on there that I can't, you know, maybe she's in labor or something like that and I'm right there for her or with her. So I just don't know exactly what my schedule is, but I am in the process of preparing enough shows to last me through to, almost to the end of the year. I'm not done yet. I'm just beginning, but I should have it done within a week or two so that my shows are all prepared. So I can take the time to come on and, and do my hour radio show for you guys. It's really important to me and it's, it's something I want to do. And because of the unexpected things, I I had thought it would have been done by now, but it hasn't been. <laughs> but it will be. Anyway, now the other piece of news is that these unexpected things, which is what I was starting to say when suddenly I disappeared myself off the screen or thought I did, the other news is that I have started my, my third book. I meant to start it more than I did, but this past weekend, before something unexpected hit me on Sunday, I did begin to pull together some ideas. I, I talked to the higher self. They gave me an indication of, of sort of the general layout of the book, and Sunday I was going to get really started on it. It didn't happen, but that's okay. Um, but I can see that some of the unexpected is actually going to be bringing time for me so that I can do the book. This is a very fun book. It's fascinating. It's just unbelievably, it's going to be great. Hopefully I can make it that way. The material is there. Hopefully the I can write it in that way. I, I think I, I can. Um, but in any case, the it's more than that. It's more than fascinating and fun. It, it actually is an important book for a lot of reasons. And it's Jane and Company, and I've talked about it before, so I don't need to re- repeat it. And my second book has a appendix about what Jane and Company is about. And it seems very tame in the appendix. And maybe it seems like, oh, it's just like everything else of that ilk. But it really isn't. It's really different. And it is, it's going to, I think it's going to be a very important book. Anyway, so that's the scoop. So I will be very busy over the next couple, well, October, I'm hopefully going to get things into place. So that my busy time in November and December will, I'll already have everything organized. And that's the point. I've also discovered that info or Janet at JanetRichmond.com is not working perfectly. (laughs) And my son spent a long time trying to get it to work. It does seem like it, if you send an email there, it does come to me at my personal email. There is a forward. But if you go into the email of Janet at JanetRichmond.com, there is no indication that any email came through. So we're not sure exactly what's working and what isn't. So I really don't know what to tell you guys of how to reach me should you want to. You can certainly try that. Uh, I don't know. Info at JanetRichmond.com or Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Try both of those. I do always respond. If not, you can always call into the show, 646-668-8565. Again, that's 646-668-8565. And let me know, guys that you did email me and you didn't hear from me. So, you know, we're going to try to get it fixed, but there's just, Alex can only give me a few hours a week, maybe four, five, six hours a week. And there's so much that we cram into those few hours. 
that, and I've just been so busy with all these unexpected things and et cetera, et cetera, and all the stuff that's coming up that it's just, I'm not in a place right now to hire another full-time assistant. So it means I'm just sort of bumping along, doing the best that we can. Please understand that this is, you know, I also have another website called, and it's JanetRichmond.net. And I don't advertise it a lot. It's really focused more on the media, the media stuff that I've done. And But there isn't contact me. I think I've received uh, at least one email through there, JanetRichmond.net. That's the way to reach me. Uh, and I don't remember what the contact info says. Probably info at JanetRichmond.net or Janet at JanetRichmond.net. And anyway, give it a try. See what you can figure out if you really want to reach me. I, I have not had requests for healings for a while, and I'm thinking this is, might be the reason why, because I'm not getting the request. In any case, today there will not be a healing. I did not do a healing last week either. I did, I worked on beliefs and judgments last week, not last week, two weeks ago. Very important show. If you haven't heard it, please go into the archives and listen to it. Very, very important. But because I didn't do a healing, I didn't really get any feedback. I did do a, a small exercise, and hopefully that was helpful. In any case, that's it on the news. And now I'm going to go to today's topic. Now I'm going to talk about consciousness today. Now I want everybody to understand that every modality, science, you know, different spiritual things, psychology, all sorts of modalities and perspectives can be different on this term of consciousness. What I'm sharing with you is the higher self-voice perspective of consciousness, okay? It doesn't mean that everything else that you've heard or read or seen or come to understand is invalid or opposite or doesn't work or whatever. It, it's not about that. For example, in medicine, if somebody is unconscious, they're in a coma or something. Their eyes are closed. They're not. They're non-reactive. Whether it's a coma or they're just unconscious, they become conscious when they come out of that state, open their eyes, and begin to talk or listen or or move or whatever. So that's the way medicine uses it. It doesn't. Even though the higher self don't address that medical perspective, it doesn't mean that's wrong or invalid. So this is just what the higher self has to say about consciousness, how extremely important it is, how to do it, and <clears throat> et cetera, et cetera. I do want you to understand that this is a tough concept to explain. I'm reading the material over and over again, uh, and because of the unexpected, I haven't had time to go out and work on it myself, which is what I normally do on everything first. But by, by the time I read through it three or four or five different times, I finally got it, and I'm going to try to explain it to you as best I can. I will, when I do get a chance to work on it, I will go in and see if there was some. I wanted to come up with some sort of really powerful analogy, and I came up with one that I think you're going to grasp. But it isn't always, um, but it may not touch some of you. I want to get more information on it, but I'm going to do the best I can, guys, okay? Now, I'm not sure if I'm going to start next week or the following week. I am going to be unfolding a whole new arena about the various in concepts that are infused onto every planet that houses life forms, okay? And it's a very fascinating topic. It is also difficult to understand, and that's why I'm not sure if I'm going to start it next week or not, because not only do I want it to get together, but the material I have on it, there's a lot of holes. I have to pull in a lot of information to fill in the gaps and to really help everybody understand what these concepts are. And this, all, this topic, too, it may seem not so interesting. It is, but, and it's also the foundation for the next bigger topic that I'm going to be unfolding, which has to do with the infusion of the higher heart consciousness on this planet. 
And so you're going to find that beyond fascinating, and it's going to really, I think, help clarify some stuff that many, many questions that many of you have. In any case, so this, after I do today's and maybe after next week, again, I don't know how much time I'll have, but at some point, it'll either be next week or the following week, I'm going to discuss the evolutionary concepts that are infused on all the planets, and then I'm going to move from that into the concept of, of higher heart consciousness. So that's sort of the general unfoldment that's going to be happening over the rest of this year. It's going to be fascinating, interesting, mind-blowing in some places, and <laughs> um, it's going to make a lot of sense for all of you. Anyway, so on to consciousness. So I just want to explain consciousness a little bit. Don't worry if you don't understand it perfectly at first. By the end of the, the time, and it won't, won't go the whole two hours, but by the end of the time I'm discussing consciousness, I think you're going to have a sense of it, okay? Now, in general, consciousness is, the, is to be aware of where you are, what you're thinking, and how you're emotionalizing in the now. Now, the now is a familiar term to all of you, I know. I use it in all my healing. We set up the now. We activate the now. Then, as you remember, I expand the now into the forever now. But in any case, the now is really where consciousness is at. You have to become conscious at, at that moment, what you're doing, what you're thinking, what you're feeling. And it's as if you're a fly on the wall observing yourself as you go through your thinking, your actions, your feeling. It's almost as if you have to be in two places at once because on the one hand, you are thinking, you are feeling, you are acting. On the other hand, you are aware of everything you're doing moment to moment. Okay? So it is, it's an interesting concept. Maybe it's clear to all of you and it's, I'm the only one that's confused. But in any case, I mean, I'm not, I, I get it, but it just seems difficult. And I'm going to help everybody get there, okay? Now, while we're, while we're that fly in the wall, being observant about who we are, what we're thinking, how we feel, how you also you want to be aware of, of the judgments you're making, how you might be living in the past or living in the future or thinking about the past or thinking about the future, the, the thinking of the shoulds or the ought tos or berating yourself in some way. Those are all part of the thoughts and the thinking that goes on in these moments. And so to be conscious is to be aware of all of that. It's that fly, again, that fly on the wall. Now, what consciousness is not? Uh, the higher selves have said that many people, uh, maybe most of us in any case, have always sort of viewed consciousness as a movement into higher and higher levels. Consciousness being outside of this reality, higher frequency levels beyond this reality. But the higher selves indicate that it's a matter of taking steps and that we can't really become conscious in a higher dimension until we're fully conscious in the dimension that we're in. So all of us are struggling or hoping and attempting to reach into that fifth dimensional frequency level that as dual soul nature, most of us carry. But it's very difficult to reach into that kind of consciousness without having that focus of attention in the now. This is why I work really hard in all the healings, guys, to bring us into and activate that focus of attention, having that conscious focused thought on the now. As a matter of fact, the when the higher self do these exercises with us and, and do the amalgamation, they call it a conscious meditation. They call it a conscious meditation just for this reason, because we're bringing that focus of attention. We're creating the consciousness that we need to be active in order to be effective and to be in the now and to be that fly, so to, so to speak, on the wall. Okay. Now, they say, the higher selves, that we can't confuse consciousness with having the eyes open. Because 
we can go through our entire day and never be truly in the now of consciousness, even though we have our eyes open all day. So that's the difference. So the, this term of consciousness is different than the medical one, okay? If we have the eyes open in the hospital and we've come out of being unconscious, we're conscious. So it's, it's a little bit different. So we, the higher self want to make sure we don't mistake it to, as being equivalent to just having the eyes open. Um, and they, the higher selves also indicate that we think we're in control of our lives just because we're thinking about what's going on, but, but it isn't like that. We need to be aware that life requires us to be conscious of the reality within which we live, um, on a daily basis, the higher selves recommend we take Five minutes, that's not too long. Every time you do a healing, though, that's five minutes. You're in that conscious state during a healing. So it seems like a long time if you try to just, and I've tried it. If you say, okay, I'm going to spend five minutes in a state of consciousness, and I'm quiet, and I'm all by myself, and nothing else is going on, you'd be surprised how often a little mind we have wanders into the past, the shoulds or the shouldn'ts or the the need to be done or, you know, you're focusing on, you're moving out of that now moment. But the higher self want us to continue to practice because we're never going to get there, right, if we don't practice. And so they want us to take that five minutes a day and be conscious of our thoughts, the words that we use, the energies that we are expressing or feeling. The more we are conscious, we, the more we are standing centered within our own beingness, Okay. So, and they said, if you are in that place of being this, if you're centered, and then you start to wander into the past or the future, become conscious that you are doing so and move back to the now moment in order to return to that state of consciousness. So the state of consciousness means being aware when you're moving off it and then bringing yourself back to that center place in the now moment. And it, it's in this way, being in that centered place moment to moment, that we really can shift our lives. That's where the power lies. Of course, the pure soul essence is so important. Don't forget that part. But, you know, this is another piece. This is what was so overwhelming at times when I was learning this information. Almost every week or every other week, there was a new major piece that we had to know about a major, you know, concept that was essential for our beingness to be all it could be to our destiny unfolding or, or changing our outer reality. And you've heard a lot of these kind of things from me. And I, I apologize in a way because I remember how overwhelming it was. It is really overwhelming. So this is a piece, guys. This is a piece. I recommend when you try to be that five minutes in the state of consciousness, because this is what I do when I'm working on it, is I go into the pure soul essence. I just, there isn't anything I do really anymore when I am working with the energies or working with the techniques or the exercises in any way without utilizing the pure soul essence. I just don't use it. I just use it all the time. I never not use it. And so I recommend that. Because that piece of the puzzle is really so important. I mean, it's absolutely vital. So anyway, you want to, um, I mean, if you're practicing, I would first become one with the pure soul essence and then work to focus on the now. Now, I've told you in the healings that you can focus on my voice follow my voice, just allow all the other thoughts that you have to be in sort of the outside of your reality. They're there, but they're not actively, you're not actively engaging with them. And I say, if you find yourself moving out there and when you're aware, come right back in. It's the same thing that the higher selves are talking about with consciousness. So I want you to just focus on that, that now moment. And <clears throat> excuse me, when you find out that you are 
slipping away from the now moment for whatever reason, pull yourself back in. So you start where you are. You, we all want to be conscious in this reality, conscious of how we're reacting, how we're thinking, how we're responding, and conscious of what's going on in the outer amount, uh, reality. And when we move out of the now, we want to bring ourselves back because when we are out of the now, what we do is we allow the altered realities that we all carry to draw in like energies. So we want to be conscious of all the time, all the time. Uh, we want to be focused on the now. Now, again, this isn't easy. It is perhaps a new concept in a way for you all, but with practice, we can all do it. If I can do it. I don't know that I've gotten through five straight minutes without moving off the consciousness as yet. I do it in healing. I mean, I'm just talking when I'm sitting to say, okay, now I'm going to practice consciousness. That's hard for five minutes because we're all busy people. And every once in a while I think, oh, you know, I really got to, don't, don't forget to do this. You know, some, some random thought will run through my mind. When you're done with the five minutes of consciousness, don't forget to do this. But what's happening as I practice this and what will happen with all of you is that I've, I'm sort of am being able to maintain the fly in the wall kind of viewpoint, that kind of consciousness where I notice that that thought comes in. And then I just let it float right through and out again. I don't hold on to it. If there's a negative thought that comes in or uh, some sort of emotionalizing that I'm upset or some upset comes in or whatever, I'll release it into the light or because I'm in my pure soul essence, I'll let it just move into the light and neutralize. And so I'm getting better at it. Of course, my focus of attention is really good when I do a healing really good. So I know I have the ability because when I do the full amalgamation and, and focusing on an individual or a situation or a condition, I'm able to do that. Now, I've been doing these kind of healings for a very long time, decades, even though I've only been doing it, you know, as a career, so to speak, since 2009. It, it takes practice. I didn't roll out of bed one day and say, oh, well, you know, now I'm going to be truly conscious and be able to focus and yada, yada, yada. No, I have worked and worked and worked on it. it it's as if I've gotten up every day and practiced for an hour or three on the piano to learn the piano and become really good at it. It just practices what we all have to do. And if I can do it, guys, you can. Okay. So there's a lot of hope there, and you're starting with the energy is really intense on the planet. It means it's easier for everybody now. It's easier for me, too. So that's the good news. Okay. Now, with consciousness comes power. Okay? The more we're conscious, the more we have the power to alter our outer reality, to change it. Um Whatever we're consciously thinking, we're adding energy to whatever it is. So we are able to empower the, if if we're doing it in consciousness, we're able to consciously empower that that we want to manifest. So it, consciousness gives power to anything that we're focusing on. So if we're standing in that pure soul essence, we're standing in the now, we can consciously add power to whatever it is we wish to do, move to, manifest. Okay. So what, what can you do or what can you have with consciousness? Well, you can, it's, it's true freedom, according to the higher self. It's true freedom because we free ourselves from the more and more, as we get better and better at it, uh, we free ourselves from the impact of the, the emotional or strike emotional, the energetic baggage that we all carry. Okay. Um, by practicing consciousness, we become aware when we're 
emotionalizing. We're becoming aware in the moment of the thoughts we're having. When we're in a state of unconsciousness, those things control us. In consciousness, we move into the driver's seat. So let me explain what I mean by that. What happens if something upsets us or makes us angry? Okay. We move into, without being conscious, we move into the state of anger, the state of upset or anxiety or whatever it is, and we are emotionalizing the whatever was triggered, whatever emotions came up. So we'll just use anger just so I don't have to repeat the emotions over and over again. That emotion of anger literally owns us. As we're emotionalizing, it is dragging us through that uh, carrying us with that angry state into however we react to it, you know, whatever the situation is. So when we aren't conscious, that's what happens. We move into the state of emotionalizing, and it really owns us. We're not in control. The emotional state is controlling us, okay? Now, if we, for some reason, something happens and we're in the state of consciousness, we see, you know, where that's lying along, we see that, we, that the state of anger has been triggered. Some incident in our life has triggered anger. If we see that, we can then process anger in the correct way. What is the correct way? We have to go back to quite a few shows, maybe a year or two ago, although I probably repeated it a few times over the last couple of years. In any case, the proper way is to say, oh, anger has been triggered say yourself, I need to neutralize it. And the proper way to handle all emotions is to allow them to just move out, symbolically out the top of your head and move out into the light. Or it can be, they can move out of your heart area, out of the palms of your hands, any kind of emotional state. If you process it, allow it to flow through you, don't become that state. Don't move into the anger and take it on and allow it to, and hold on to it and allow it to lead you by the nose. Justify whatever actions you take because you're so enraged that, you know, you, you do some sort of revenge or something nasty to somebody or say things you don't really mean, whatever it is. That's how we can, we normally handle emotions. We, we allow them to own us. We grab onto them and we allow them to just carry us along. By being conscious, we are acknowledging, hey, this anger is coming up, this rage. And instead of becoming the rage, we let it go into the light. We direct it into the light and you know, just say, I'm releasing this rage. It's not who I am. It's just an emotion that I carry in my you know, energetic baggage, I'm releasing it into the light, and you just see it, sense it, imagine it moving into the light and being neutralized and absorbed by the light. So that's the difference between being unconscious and being conscious. So when we're conscious, we have a lot more, we have power, we have freedom, we're freed from the anger. I mean, think about people who are caught up in anger so much they end up doing things that either end them in jail, they either end up in jail or in some sort of anger management class, whatever. The same thing with anxiety. You know, different people get, and myself included, because that's the way I was growing up, and you all know that. You get, you carry that anxiety all the time. And it's just part of who you are. It's the foundation of every your existence every day, at least it was for me. Once I learned how to release it into the light, I my whole life changed 180 degrees. And that was just anxiety. I've done that with a lot of stuff. And all of you have probably done it with some stuff, if not a lot. And if you haven't, you will. So this is the difference. We can really shift our lives by being in that state of consciousness, being aware of what's going on with us on a moment-to-moment basis, and then processing from that place. If we have those thoughts, and we've all been there, right? We have thoughts that come in, 
something happened at work, something happened in a relationship, and we just constantly having, oh, I should have said this, and how dare he or she say that to me, and this isn't fair, it's unjust, and we have all these things that whatever they are going through our head, those thoughts, but if we, instead of holding on to them and going, having them own us and lead us around by the nose and we can't shut that, those voices out, instead, if we just allow them to flow out, just like the emotions, be neutralized as they come up and out. They don't owe them. We don't hold on to them. We don't grab them and say, okay, these are my thoughts. This is my self-identity, and this is who I am, and we just dig our feet in. Nobody wants to do that. We don't like those kind of thoughts that take us over, and we can't shut the brain down, do we? Nobody likes that. We can't sleep sometimes. We can't focus on work. We can't whatever it is. We don't want that either. We don't want to be enraged. We don't want to be anxious. We don't want to be upset about anything and despair, whatever. So that's the same thing with thoughts. We want to let those go. That's what we can do. That's how we can help ourselves. This is where the freedom and the power comes from with consciousness. Because we are in the moment letting go of whatever is coming up from that energetic baggage. Now, we, can we do it after the fact? Yes, because that's what we're doing all the time when I work on the healings on myself. There's a lot of the energetic baggage that has have been triggered or I'm unaware of it or whatever, or maybe I am aware of it. And I go in and say, oh, you know, these unexpected things are happening. So, of course, I go in and try to figure out what's going on and why do I, you know, what am I carrying that's bringing all this stuff in and yada, 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 and any element of it that I can, uh, the feeling disorganized, you know, confused, this, that, or the other, pressured, stressed, that kind of thing I'm working to release all the time after the fact. I haven't gotten good enough so that when the unexpected hits me out of the blue, like <laughs> being hit by a truck, not necessarily bad. I mean, some of the unexpected is good, but it's still unexpected. And so you're not sort of geared up and prepared. I want to be able to process the unexpected easily and effortlessly as if I am prepared. And so that's what I'm working on. Because the higher self has been clear. They told me right off the bat, there's more of this coming. <laughs> and so there is more of this coming, and it's still coming. But I want to be able to handle it instead of having it throw me in any kind of way. And that's what everybody, I think everybody wants. It's not just me, right? It isn't just me. We all want to be able to move through our lives. And the unexpected is a normal part of life don't always get them like I've been getting one or two a week, fairly in big things. Uh, again, not always bad, but still, if, you're, if I'm not prepared, even the good things that kind of throw, you know, can throw me into a state of being disorganized or whatever. So anyway, the, the idea is we want to come from that, move into that place of consciousness, process the unexpected, process the emotions, process the thoughts properly allow them from being in the moment, from being noticing them, from that being that fly in the wall, oh, well, I'm doing this, I'm feeling this, I'm thinking this, I'm whatever it is, allow it to flow out into the light. And don't forget, we want to be amalgamated with the pure soul essence, okay? Now, so the more conscious we are, the more effective we are at releasing the parts of the energetic baggage that come up. As I said, we can do it after the fact, but why have the energetic baggage build up and then we have to go in and unbuild it up? I mean, really, we want to be able to do it in the moment as much as we can. So, and the higher self have indicated that we, if we do it in consciousness, we actually can get to deeper levels. We can do it after the fact. We can get to deep levels, especially if you move into that forever now moment. And we can even do it somewhat without being fully conscious. But we're not going to get to those really deep levels. The consciousness is where the power is, where the freedom is to move more and more into who we are and to be able to be more effective uh, 
and speed up and accelerate where we want to to get to where we want to be. We all want to be at the other side. That's the goal here. You wouldn't be listening to this show. And so at least it's my goal. And I'm assuming it's many of your goals in any case. And we can do that. So consciousness, moment to moment to moment, is going to assist all of us to bring our life into higher, better, more positive state of beingness. And it also allows us to become more aware of situations and conditions that we can work with, that we can assist. If we're paying attention, we're not going to catch ourselves short and realize down the line the next day or the next week or the next time you talk to a friend about, oh, yeah, got it. didn't even think of that. So um, it, 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 it allows the higher self indicated that we're going to get way more aha moments. We're going to get thoughts that come in, insights, uh, ideas. They'll be able to penetrate because your higher selves are always there impressing you, but they can't force anything on any of us. And I've talked about this in different shows, times and insights I've gotten. I'm walking across the living room floor and suddenly I had the answer to something that I hadn't had before or I get a new perspective on something or an expanded idea of something. And the more conscious we are, the more that's going to happen. The more the higher self who's always there, it is part of all of us. The more ourselves at that higher level will be able to penetrate into the mind of this life. So it carries a lot of power consciousness. And it helps us too to be able to direct energy to direct whatever it is that we want in a more uh, emphatic way, a more intense way, a more positive way. It just brings so much power and so much freedom. Now, let me go over briefly what happens when you're not conscious, (laughs) which is really who we are much of the time. Um, If you're unconscious, you are, we all are open to receive anything that any energies that match whatever we carry at that energetic field. We're just open to drawing in the astral energies that match what we have. We're open if there's any kind of, uh, you know, we, we're in a situation or condition with people around who are actively processing certain energies. We're open to receive that if we carry the same energies in our uh, etheric bodies. We're open to being empowered from other sources. None of us want that. Why, why do we want it? I mean, a very good analogy is the mob mentality, and I think I've talked about this before. The, when people get angry and it's in a group, it is that rage or that anger is drawing in in a massive level anger from the astral and so mobs do things and individuals within the mob end up doing things that on their own they wouldn't go that far it's because they have drawn in that mob mentality as one it like justifies actions and behavior that as a single person getting upset or angry wouldn't happen so and how often now obviously we're not often in 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 a mob situation, but there are times when we're in groups and there are, there is anger, there is frustration, there is anxiety, there is whatever it is, depending on the group. And we are calling in from the astral. We're not conscious. We're calling in from the astral, whatever is going to empower our thoughts on body. If we're conscious and we feel the anxiety, we feel the anger and we're letting it process right out of ourselves. It may be drawing in astral energy, but that's that's processing out too. We are in a state of processing because we're directing that and we're not holding on and owning the anxiety or the the anger or the upset or the whatever. Okay? It's not owning us. We are the directing identities. We are actively uh, responsible and actively processing for ourselves. Um, so 
that's where we want to be. Uh, when we're off that now moment, uh, we can be off it when we're going to the past and talk, thinking about the past, feeling things from the past. We can't change the past, okay? We know that, but it continues for, for all of us. It continues often to have a huge impact on us. And by living in the past in some way takes us right off the now moment, takes us right out of the consciousness that we are striving for. And the same if we're going forward to the future. When we put our eggs in that future basket or we are um, in some way um, dwelling on the future, well, things will be better when I have a better job or whatever it is we're doing and we're putting everything into that future. We're off the now. We're not in the consciousness of beingness, which is what the higher self want us to be. Now, if you're in a state of consciousness and you start to, to think about the future, be, you know, you'll be that fly in the wall, you'll see that, and then you're going to release the reliance or the waiting, the waiting game for the future to unfold so that you'll be happy or you'll be fixed in some way. And same with the past. So if we are in a state of consciousness and these thoughts or feelings come up with either the past or the future, we will then process those right out instead of holding on to them and allowing them to own us and lead us around by the nose. So that's all I really had to say about consciousness. It is a difficult concept to really hold on to, to really understand. I do hope that you do understand it and that you are a little bit more able to practice being conscious. It involves being in the pure soul essence. It involves processing as things are triggered, being aware what you're feeling. Now, many of you may be thinking, well, that made all the sense in the world. I have no idea what she said. Well, if you're standing in the center of consciousness, I want you to release all that confusion all that feeling perhaps of being overwhelmed. This is something I don't understand. I'm never going to be able to do it. I'm just going to forget about it. Bah, 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 bah. Now, many of you may already be connected with this idea. I don't know. Uh, I really only know the higher self work. I was a complete newbie to metaphysics, and you all know this, when I met Joan Culpepper, and she brought in the fifth dimensional higher self information I found it fascinating. I started to read a ton of books to because I wanted more of like a sponge. But the, the books that were out there then uh, were not anything like Joan's material. So I stopped reading and I just immersed myself in everything higher self. So I don't know what all of you have taken on. If you've gone through a journey, Joan used to call herself a metaphysical groupie and she went to a lot of different groups. And, and I think a lot of people out there do that and more power to people. I'm not saying that my journey is the right one. It's just what it was for me. So I don't know. There could be many of you out there that understand this concept of consciousness, have been working on it, have been practicing it. Terrific. And you wouldn't be at all confused by it. Yay. <laughs> um, Hopefully you understand at least an element here or an element there that's a little different. I don't know, because that's one thing about being on this radio. I'm alone. I'm talking to my computer. I don't see heads nodding or I don't see, you know, hands raising and uh, I don't see confusion on the face or people just, you know, smiling and getting it. I don't have any immediate feedback, so I'm not sure how you all feel, but anybody who wishes to send me an email, please do. Again, I don't know if the emails are fully working. Info at JanetRichmond.com or info at HigherSelfVoice.com. You can try Janet at JanetRichmond.net or info at JanetRichmond.net. I, I don't know what's going to work. We're, we just recently yesterday become aware that there's a problem and so and by the time we became aware Alex you know had already been here for the day or part of the day the part that he could come and so you know I don't know if it's going to reach me but please try and we will fix the problem I think 
um, at some point soon. Uh, okay. Hey guys. Well, I, I don't have an exercise. I could do the conscious this one, but I thought about it and it requires silence for five minutes. Not really something you can do on the air. If I had a group sitting in front of me uh, or at a workshop, I could do five minutes of silence. It wouldn't be any problem. And then we could discuss what the hard parts were and where people still needed help and we would work on, you know, the, the actual practice of it. But um, fortunately on the radio, I can't really sit here in silence. And if I'm talking, I think it would be, especially for those of you who are new at trying that kind of exercise, I think it would be difficult. So I'm not doing any kind of exercise. As I said, I have not had a request for healing, which probably has to do with the email problem. You know, you love technology until because it's so great. And there's a problem with it. You know, then you have to resolve the problem. But that's like anything, right? So, well, I love you guys. I will be back next week. I, again, uh, it may be sort of this kind of standalone thing. I have one on self-responsibility that's pretty important. I may end up doing that one before I get the whole thing fixed and figured out because there's a lot of information I have to pull in on my own for the planetary concepts that are infused on all the planets that carry life forms. So the I'm not sure. Uh, I really want to be organized so that the rest of the fall will be very, will be smooth and I don't have to worry. I've just got a six or eight or ten shows in in line ready to go. So we'll see. Um, anyway, I love you all as always. Just love you, love you, love you. Thank you for being part of this. Thanks for being the motivation for me to talk with you every week. Thanks for all the feedback you give me. You know, again, no email, no email. But uh, I'm going to give out the phone number one more time, even though I'm ending the show today. If some of you may be new to the show. You can write this down at 646-668-8565. 646-668-8565. And feel free next week or any week to call in should you uh, should you need to, should you want to, should you have questions or comments or you want to scream at me or whatever you want to do, um, absolutely, you know, give a call. Okay. Again, tons of love. Have a wonderful week, everyone. And I'll be back. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.